You're listening to Third Opinion MD. We think in such a linear way. It really is the thing that I'm, it's hard to break people out of. To give you an example, my sister is a head of a school mm-hmm. and she took kids to Europe this summer and they were at an event. And the American kids compared to the European kids were quick to pop a pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We take a pill for anything, period pain or, yep. or an earache or a headache. And then when they were in Germany, the other teacher was just kind of noting, hmm, we usually tell them to wait a few days. Take <laughs> some water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny that our culture is like that. I'm your host, Barbara Dilatori, and welcome to season three. You are going to meet my client, Ramey, who has started taking classes with me and is now in this episode four. She's going to explore her health strategy. Ramey is at a crossroads at her health. What's motivating Ramey to take that giant step more now than before? Why now? What is your goal in working with me? What would you, where would you like to be in terms of this health strategy consult? What would be the things you'd like to accomplish? I think it's just more of that being more in control of it. I've got things coming health-wise from genetics, type 2 diabetes, (laughs) weight, making sure I'm maintaining that. I feel like when I was the healthiest, I was doing this kind of work, not as intensely as this, but the acupuncture and herbs and things like that. So when I was more focused on the more lifestyle changes is when Mm -hmm. I was healthier than when I would, you know, here's the pill, here's what you could do kind of thing. Or like, here's the diet, you know, fast for two days a month, those types of things. I feel like with that will help me deal with all the head stuff that goes with my health too. So then you have your family, what they have going on. You feel like, well, this happened to my family. This is just what happens to us. It feels like this is just the natural progression of everything that I have to go this way. The other way isn't, it never worked for anybody in my family. I'm looking now at kind of familiarized myself with when I first saw you, even just in the clinic, you were telling me about some issues and I see here what you're interested in. Lots of things. Uh, I love it. (laughs) Studying Qigong, understanding. Okay. You're starting to do acupuncture. I've had, I want to say I've had almost four sessions with her now. Okay. We're now down to, um, I just had one on Saturday and then we're going to do it once a month now. So she kind of did her like every other week or every week assessment. And then now going to monthly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what did she told you so far of what's going on? So for a lot of what she said is like right away, she did like the birth chart and kind of did kind of, kind of the way you did where you sort of started at the beginning in a sense Mm -hmm. and and pulled out a lot of like the earth, like being more grounded. So she, she kind of did that, like what earth and wood would be where she's kind of focuses when she does her different energy work and kind of grounding work, I guess, with me. Um, And then we just do a lot of clearing because it just feels, you know, like a, like digestion stuff. That's kind of where I'm impacted the most. And then around the time of my cycle too. And we've been doing seed cycling, doing flaxseed and then rotating with primrose uh, capsule, the oil with, I guess, the moon cycles um, Mm -hmm. just to see which one helps. And let's see what else. Yeah. Just, just that, just, I mean, it's always my liver. (laughs) 
It's always, you know, when she does, you know, when they do like, okay, tell me where it's tender. And it's always those points. I mean, every right. time. Our, yeah. Our, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she tell you which element you were most depleted of? Earth. And, Earth. Huh? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Which is weird because I live under trees and I feel like I spend so much time outside. <laughs> but she but was. That's why it's your lucky element because. Um... Your lucky element. Look, so you know those five elements you learned. Yeah, yeah. Five elements can be explained for lots and lots of things. It's used and adapted at the time you were born, where yeah. you were born, and where most likely you may have elements of depletion and abundance. And it's it's the goal is to have a balance of them, and so you yeah. can help yourself. You've already intuitively done that, where you're like, I love being outside and around the gar- you know garden and whatever. Mm-hmm. That means that. You're lucky. The more you add that to your life, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. And so you already kind of figured that out in a way. So or like my whole life, I've been trying to to balance it. It seems, yeah. Like. Even yeah. as a kid, I just outside all the time needed to be outside. Yeah, and that's, that's very important sense. for liver too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything you can do for like green and plants, wood, and that you can work on even in your home as well. We can take a deeper dive in just depending on where the focus could be. Mm -hmm. And where I start with clients is I start with a health strategy consult. The goal of it is to sort of help give you some decision-making and power at the end. What is your goal in working with me? What would you, where would you like to be in terms of this health strategy consult? What would be the things you'd like to accomplish? I think it's just more of that being more in control of it. I've got things coming health-wise from genetics, type 2 diabetes, weight, making sure I'm maintaining that. I feel like when I was the healthiest, I was doing this kind of work, not as intensely as this, but the acupuncture and herbs and things like that. So when I was more focused on the more lifestyle changes is when mm-hmm. I was healthier than when I would, you know, here's the pill, here's what you could do kind of thing. Or like, here's the diet fast for two days a month. Those yeah. types of things don't always work that well. I feel like with that will help me deal with all the head stuff that goes with my health too. Then you have your family, what they have going on. So you feel like, well, this happened to my family this is just what happens to us you know kind of thing sort of bring well, your like, they're called the family motto or the way of yeah. being there is such a thing what happens here stays here or we are the perfect family there's a lot of scenarios that people sort of live by and you realize oh my gosh we've been living under this motto for a long time i will be asking questions like that of you Slowly, I feel like my life has led here. I've been doing that in different ways with my family along, you know, the way and just, it feels like this is just the natural progression of everything that I have to go this way. The other way isn't, it never worked for anybody in my family. So yeah. And you, are you an only child or do you? I'm an only child, but I have a lot of half siblings, very blended, but I am the only child. I was talking to my husband about this yesterday, like about as far as like health, I can't like genealogy. We were talking about that. I I have no one else to compare it to because I'm the only child. So it is a little bit unique in that. So I take just my parents stuff, but I also have siblings who have, who are part of this too. So like my relationships are not just biological, right? Right. Family is someone who is somehow in your life and 
with the high possibility of continuing to be in your life in the future. That is is defined as family. And I, you know, my family has always been the people around me, not necessarily, my family hasn't necessarily been the best for that. I have a lot of friends that I've kept for years, you know, those, so I feel like I do have a lot of family outside of my Mm -hmm. biological. Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm going to take a moment to explain to you a little bit about systems. And what do I mean by that? If you're going to have a working, functional, effective, complex system, which is anything from you, your body, your family system, an institutional system, a country system, even nature has a system. In every system, you have elements, and these elements have to interact with one another in order to achieve some purpose or goal. That's the definition of a system. And one of the things I'm going to talk about with Ramey now is about something called a genogram, which is a family system map. Yeah. A genogram, for example, it's a really interesting process and I can show you what that looks like, what a genogram is. Are, are you familiar with that? I've never heard of that. No. Uh-uh. The genogram was developed by a family therapist and it's like a genealogy chart. Like you see, like, you know, the squares and the circle, yeah. dad and your mom, you know, like a pedigree chart. Yep. But it's way more than that. Because if you imagine a system, it's one thing to explain. My father was an alcoholic. My mother was this, this. It's linear thinking. That's just saying this is this, this is this. The genogram is a systems approach to your family. And it's one page, three generations. Wow. And you get to see relationships, not just what diseases they had, but whether you had a fused relationship or a hostile relationship or a close wow. relationship. Okay. These patterns pop up just like they do with five elements. And it is such a pivotal starting point to understand who you are in the context of your family system, Mm -hmm. because your family of origin builds who you are. It is extremely influential and it's not a permanent ink. It is Mm -hmm. meant to be a guide. Important for me to remember, it's not permanent (laughs) just because it's happened or the patterns keep coming up. The patterns will keep coming up every generation. That's what you see with these three generations on this one page. Here's the beauty of the genogram. The genogram doesn't highlight the problem with you. The genogram highlights the resilience and the strengths in you. And that is why I love it. For the six to eight week program, my reports are 20 page report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's It's a lot. lot. And so I guess I really try to take a deep dive into the work. You may want to charge me the tw- once you get into my. <laughs> well, you may want to charge I, me a little bit. I more. have a feeling. I have a feeling your genogram is going to play a really big role more than others. Like a client I'm going to work with tomorrow, he doesn't need the genogram so much. It's more to do with one particular issue and just to get some insight and in how to move forward. But for you, I think that genogram is a huge component yeah. of who you are where you can go. I'll show you this during an orientation of what this involves, worksheets that you'll be working with. They'll be assigned to you like you just did this one here. Mm -hmm. There's vertical, that's your family through the generations. And then there's the horizontal, that's friends and social circles. And and some of us are better at that than others. I'm telling you, if you saw any famous person's genogram, you will see just how dysfunctional things are within every single family. <laughs> yeah. Consider yourself normal. Okay. Because it's like, 
once you realize that, you're just like, wow. <laughs> All perspective, my friend. Yeah. I mean, it is seriously a very good exercise because when you talk in linear ways, it's a real downer. You, it you, is. You right. don't get the yeah. sense of yeah. the accomplishment and you're only moving in this one direction right. when you get the bird's eye view and it just, oh, it just puts things in perspective. That's Chinese medicine. That's yeah. why I think it goes well with Western medical systems concept. Mm-hmm. If you're comfortable journaling, it gives so much insight, not just for you, but to help me sort of compose a really good summary that's tailored for your needs at the moment. Yeah. Now more questions. I may add another worksheet. That's the reason why this is a higher tier service is that it is not just here's your questions and I'm going to spit out an AI answer. Mm -hmm. I really take the time with everybody and it changes. I have been molding this service from client to client and seeing like what works best for you. Honestly, it's a blast. Yeah, because this is the kind of medicine I think we need to be doing. I'm going to take just a minute here to give you a little sneak preview into next week's episode, episode five, where we start with the orientation for Ramey into the health strategy consult. It is so hard to explain to you in one sentence what I do, because your health is about an experience. It's about a bird's eye view, looking at things in a holistic way, in a systems way. The more aware you are of how Chinese medicine, like when you know the fundamentals of it, you can care for yourself in the way of a superior doctor would. So the idea is not to be passive. The goal ultimately is for you to be the superior doctor. And my goal as a superior doctor is to teach you how to be one. And and that, at least that's my mission. And if I can do that, then it's not too late. You've had two detachments. Mm-hmm. But you still have another eye. <laughs> I still have another eye. I know. I need to keep it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so part of part of the reason why you and I are working together to start off with the health strategy consult program is to really get a sense of where your health was, where you are now, and where you can go for the best prevention and tapping into the systems that you have available, whether it's Western or Eastern. Have you gone to therapy before? I've done therapy my almost my entire life, almost in a negative way when I was younger. And then um, it was just something my parents always were like, well, you're the crazy one. So you need to go to therapy, that kind of thing. Yeah, it can be damaging and it can be an amazing process. But yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. as a kid, it taught me how to be very manipulative because I could go into therapy and go, oh, everything's great and fine and nothing's wrong and kind of, you know, that kind of thing. And then uh, I did have to do some intensive EMDR a couple times in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, say early 2000s. And then again, in uh, about 2015 here, I did a year of EMDR because some family stuff went down and I needed, I need to process this immediately <laughs> or I'm going to lose it. You know, it was kind yeah. of, like, I think yeah. so much. Did you ever do anything called tapping? That's one with, where you do it with a therapist, the EMDR, yes. Yes. but the tapping, I teach you to do it yourself. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Is that the more independent process of desensitizing from emotional responses to certain thoughts or yeah. um, memories? Mm-hmm. And it also taps into Chinese medicine because you're tapping on acupuncture points. Yes. Yeah. If you want, I can add that to the service. We can talk about what that will look like because that's just, a, it's a little bit extra because I need to take a couple of sessions to show you. I give you handouts. We record the session. It's a multi-step process, but it's quite simple once you learn it. Each aspect or problem or thought 
is a tree in the forest. And when you clear those, you're clearing others and they can be permanent. The idea is to dial it down to zero. And so eventually you're watching the movie rather than being in the movie. And it's one of the reasons as someone who not only, you know, studied psychiatry, but honestly, if I saw a Western doctor, if I did this, because my mom was protective as an integrative physician. Oh, that's right. I would have probably been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder with oh, panic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I absolutely. honestly, yeah. yeah, and depression and the whole bit. I yeah. would have had all of those diagnoses because yeah. as someone with liver issues, we can go down very tunnel ways of getting treatment. Mm-hmm. But it, with this, we had different paths. I was very protected. And I was able to learn other ways. I know what it feels like to have a panic attack. I know what it feels like to have anxiety and know what it feels like to have depression. Awful, awful, awful. Yeah. Yeah. I also know how amazing it can work. And so I hope that helps a little bit that it's not just telling you, you do this and you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 No, I've done this and it does feel good and it helps patients and it helps clients. Well, I would love to try tapping. I just, because EMDR was amazing, but it's, you know, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. That's what I found too. I worked through what I needed to work through at that time. And I could possibly probably go back and do more, but it was just more of like, I, I got to that. I hit the wall. It also doesn't put you in charge. My philosophy is the world is sorely depleted of enough access to mental health tools that we need to be tapping into our inner doctor now. I mean, we're reaching a point, I think, in the next two or three years where it's going to get even worse. By becoming more independent, you're on the road to blazing through what's going to be happening in the healthcare system and tapping into what you can use. Yes. My dog must like your voice. He's sitting right by me. Which, which dog is it? It's which... a little Lhasa. We got him when he was about seven. So he's a little uh-huh. rescue. And that's what they say he was. But he was a tough one. He was only supposed to be here for a couple of days. And then he's I here. I couldn't bring him back. So it's that's it's funny. like a little grandpa that we have. What's he's his name? now? Tiger. He came with that name. Tiger? Yeah. <laughs> he's very standoffish. He's exactly what a Lhasa should be. He's just a little guard dog. You know, that's how they're they're made, I guess. But. He's not a, a cuddler kind of dog. So oh. that's been kind of tough, but. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, sometimes we're, we're the teachers for our pets rather than the other way around. We'll mm-hmm. set up an appointment for the orientation and the orientation counts as the kickoff day for the six weeks. Oh, I just funny. like to give a little time limit so that it keeps us from sort of putting things off and yep. keeps both of us on task. And yep. that's one of the reasons why I do that. Yeah, I like that questions about that so far no not at all I actually don't have I've been writing stuff down and I don't nothing has come up for okay me. with meditation the reason why I teach qigong is because it is a way to help focus the mind into one thought yeah and then it, it, when you've had a chance to practice too that was the yeah other- yeah that is going really well I know mm-hmm. I'm probably forgetting so what I've I, I did it. I was like a guided with, with your notes next to me. And then I sort of put that away. And now I've been trying to do it without any notes to see what I remember. And once you sign on, I'm going to give you access to an audio that I did, the setup preparation and mm-hmm. separate files. Okay. So the audio files, so you could just listen to it and do it for a little bit and, and yeah. try that. I really like it. It's just a nice way to start my day. And it's just been very nice.
Some people use like a music. I, I don't find that I need it. I can really focus. Do people benefit from any audio uh, other than the guided meditation part? Generally not. For example, people talk about running with music. I recommend not doing it. Yeah. For many reasons. One, everyone is out to kill you on the road right now. So exactly. Second is that you're not in the moment. I stopped running with music years ago when I started to do more meditation and it is meditative mm-hmm. okay. on its own, like to do any kind of exercise or walking. Totally. I actually try not to walk with music either. I was not surprised at what I didn't need in that. But I do, I, I definitely need no people around. I've noticed that when my family comes waltzing in, that is a. <laughs> oh, yeah. You definitely want a, a space, space where yeah. it's, you know, especially in the beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. it depends also. Some things are more distracting. Like for some people, a, a crowded room is totally fine if it's yeah. not your family. <laughs> it's people you don't recognize or you can't quite make their conversations. That kind of ambient noise is fine. You're going to find what works best for you, but something consistent, usually anchoring it in some way. That's why this is such a great anchor. Always when I do this, it's like, oh, this is what I'm, yeah, this is where I am. This is the time I of day. I really tried to get it in the same time of day to in the morning, in the process of my getting ready in the morning, that same time frame. You could even keep a log of that, of what your experience is as yeah, you it. I would be very curious because you just started doing it and you can say this, I started on this day and then you can even just have Jade Lee's practice and just in your journaling, just to say like better concentration or the colors are more vivid, or it could be a very interesting tool to kind of see where you are now. Cause you won't remember that three months from now. No. That's what happens even with tapping too. It's called that generalization effect where, oh, it must've not been that bad. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did with the MDR, like, oh. I guess that didn't affect me very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it's separated (laughs) like that. What do you think would work best for you? We're about to kind of delve into things, right? (laughs) Stop. (laughs) What would be a place where you feel like, okay, not get interrupted too much for the tapping? What would be the time of day, morning, uh, Mondays? I would say Mondays. We could do 10 or 1030. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's orientation. And I'm going to assign the worksheet to you. Okay. During that time. And it's going to be drip content. Okay. Okay. We won't set up the tapping right away because I want to get a sense of what's going on. So these questionnaires are, I kind of base it on what I see. And then I will give you another one. It's going to be Western and also Eastern. And you've already gotten an introduction to some Eastern medicine. So that we don't need to work on as much of that. Exciting. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we move forward? No, I'm really excited to get started. Something I've never done before, but I feel like it's definitely something that I need to do, especially. And it's nice. I've talked to my son a little bit about it. So we've had conversations about, you know, you did the the window analogy. So I was talking about that uh, (laughs) because I wanted to talk to him about alcohol early in his life of like, this is what our alcohol window is just so he's aware of yeah as early yeah. as possible. Gosh, I'm excited. Like, I don't know. I, I know. I'm excited. You get your work cut out for you though. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Bring it. It'll be okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
In this episode, you get to learn what it's like to have a complimentary call with me. Whether it's wanting to go over general preventive care, learn about potential impact on drug interactions, study Qigong, or take a deeper dive into what Chinese medicine can do for you. If you're at that crossroads where you're not sure where to turn, what direction to take, how much effort to put into something, let's talk. I would love to hear from you. You can reach me through the contact page on thirdopinionmd.org, where you can schedule a complimentary consult, and we can talk about your situation and see if this is the right time for you to start working on your own health strategy. Be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast and submit a rating on your favorite podcast player. Third Opinion MD podcast is produced by me, Barbara Dillatore. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle. Any comments made by the host or guest on Third Opinion MD reflect opinions about healthcare and self-care. Please consult with your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for listening.